Hello and welcome to the End of the Box Football Podcast, the show where we aim to challenge football convention with thought-provoking and outside-of-the-box points of view. Today's lineup features a Chelsea fan, a Tottenham fan and an Arsenal fan, just to give you the lowdown. Anyway, in today's show, we're ranking the top five Premier League fullbacks since the year 2000. Fullbacks. So often the forgotten position of amateur football, but becoming increasingly more of a vital tactical weapon at the very top level of the game. And with Ike Casillas retiring this week, who would you say has been the greatest goalkeeper of the past 25 years? Stay tuned for our verdict later. And as always, feel free to let us know what you think afterwards on Twitter. You can find us at Edge of the Box Pod. I'm your host, Harry Brent. Um, so, at the, end of, at the end of the current season, which yes. manager has been the longest serving at their club? Um, okay. So, are, are, we, are, we, are we discounting, like, Eddie Howe, for example? No. Is it Eddie Howe? Eddie Howe? It is Eddie Howe. Howe. <laughs> 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 I was just thinking, I was like, is there anyone who's long standing? And then I just thought, well, this must be. I thought it would have been. If, if, if you would have had a few more guesses before Eddie yeah, Howe, it was I, Yeah, I wouldn't have. I would have oh. guessed Eddie Howe, but then I was like, does Eddie Howe count? Because he's officially left. Or... That's why I said at the end of the season. Right. <laughs> because okay. obviously he's just been sacked. So I thought it would fit nicely. You should. Yeah. So, should I throw a curveball? Yeah. Um, no, do, you know, just, do you know who the second, like, do you know who the second most longest serving manager is? Because uh, <laughs> if you do, that that would make a good trivia. Yeah, that, yeah, that would be because I was who's thinking the second longest serving manager. Um, I mean, we can, maybe we can work it out. So, oh, I'm not going to Pep then there. Well, I was going to say Pep 2016. Clock right. 20... Clock was after. Uh, no, Clock was 2015. I think it's Klopp. Um, Chelsea there. Mourinho, no. Arteta. Right. Oh, it took him five years to win the league. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God. Um, Brendan Rodgers, no. No. Rodgers. Unless you're just going and trying to go through the whole table. Uh, Roy Hodgson. I've mentioned that Brendan Rodgers is next to my mum, haven't I? Year or two. No, two years. Mm. Uh, oh, Sean Dyche. Sean Dyche. Is it Sean Dyche? It is Sean Dyche. It must be Sean Dyche. Unless, didn't he go and come back? Or something? Oh, what about Nuno? <laughs> Nuno, I spoke three, three years. Nuno. Mm. Nuno. Then you got to think, uh, Chris Wilder, how long has he been at Sheffield United? Not. I don't know. Huge amount. I think. Oh, thing is, I, I don't I keep saying things and then when going on them and realise I've pulled the statistic out of my ass. I don't really want to keep doing that. Um. <laughs> Well, all right. Well, I, okay. Rather than that, how about we'll do, we'll do mine then because that, if considering there was half a question there. 2016, Sheffield United. Right. Um, can you guys name me the only footballer who has won the Champions League with, so, so not the European Cup, so post 992, basically, who has won the Champions League with two English clubs? Oh, so can you name the only player to have won a Champions League with two different English clubs? Right, so I'm going to assume it's probably Chelsea, Chelsea is one of them, Liverpool's the other. Did Torres win it? No, he didn't win it. 
So, I mean, if you, so yeah, so we've got um, Liverpool, Liverpool in 2005, Man United in 2008, Chelsea in 2012, Ooh. Liverpool in 2019. Yep. So now I'm thinking United players. Oh, and Man United in 99. Sorry. Now I've got it. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, no other English winners in the no. I will cut the pause. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mickles oh, look smarter. But now, but now, <laughs> they got it so quickly. <laughs> now that I've said that, I might keep it in. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you like a clue? I've got a clue. I've oh. got a clue. Um, so he won the Champions League with Liverpool in 2019. New James Milner. Explore that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm sub, just thinking old, old, a, sub old Barcelona, a sub on Barcelona's bench during the 2015 final James Milner no incorrect <clears throat> just thinking because it would be an older player won't it hey well I think you're thinking about it in the wrong way you need to think right if, it, if he won it in 2019 then when what was the other team that he would have played for Chelsea 2012 he was on the bench for both ga- in both games Okay. He didn't come on during Chelsea's final. I don't remember if he came on in Liverpool's final. Yeah. And I've also given you another clue. It's a he rather than a she. <clears throat> See that the problem is when you got <laughs> this. Off, this happens often. Uh, some joke. Someone will say a joke, and then you go, oh, "Usually me," and you guys will laugh, but you'll laugh sil- like you'll laugh, but you. We can engage with it because there's a camera. But on the podcast, it just sounds like the joke completely dies. There's <laughs> just no like, reaction at all. <clears throat> Give me another clue. He's English. Uh, Give me another clue. He's a forward. Okay. Daniel uh, there we go. Studge. 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 Yeah, a surprise. Surprise is only one, but I suppose top clubs don't really, you know, share players unless it's mm. Arsenal and Chelsea's Brazilians. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that. That's that's such that's a weird so kind of like, Surely that's a big rivalry, right? I don't. I mean, not as big as like everyone with top. But what's that? Like Arsenal Chelsea. That's that's somewhat of a rivalry. Uh, I mean, not really, because you. Top. I guess it's, we're not getting your prime players, though. We're getting literally players at the back end of their careers. Yeah, and yeah, there's not like a big sort of tussle for... So like, like, Ashley Cole was the one time that it yeah. did happen. And ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of... Well, yeah. <laughs> um, we might as well segue, segue into that then. So we're returning to our ranking of the top five players in a particular position since the year 2000 in the Premier League. Snappy. Um, 
this week we're doing fullbacks. We because we're, we're we're building we're building to a team that we're going to create with these lists that we you know we eventually get a get a big sort of collection of the players that we found. We're, we're going to do it position by position, but I just don't think there's enough to do left backs and right backs. So we've merged them into one. Um, I've Josh Rowe isn't here, um, but he has very gracefully um, faxed me his. Um, his answers for this so he will be taken taken into consideration uh regardless um okay well ashley cole is first isn't he let's be clear yeah yeah i think <laughs> i think it's one of those um i mean there, there, there are other you know there's been times when he's been considered not to be the best but i think over the course of his Certainly, I mean, you know, he, when did he break through at Arsenal? It was it, he wasn't a, he didn't play in the nineties, did he? Or, or um, you know, maybe played a little bit. But he, yeah, it was sort of <clears throat> just before the two thousand two World Cup. He started being a being a guy, didn't he? Um, yeah, I, I think. I mean, what, what else? What else can you say? Really, he's probably no, the, the best. out all of his achievements. I don't have him as a hand, but uh, <laughs> I think it's annoying from Arsenal perspective. Obviously, losing him, but I feel that it's, it's annoying to say this, but I think he went to another level when he went to Chelsea. I think he was a very, very good fullback when he went to you guys, but I think he just really refined refined his craft and just. You think? Yeah, I think it was quality Arsenal, but I don't know. Just maybe it was the way you guys played as well. I think he he was just immense. Mm. Just, it's just an incredible going forward defending you could hardly I hardly saw anyone take him on one on one he was he was just that good he yeah, he, he's yeah. very much the Aaron Wambasaka of his death yeah that's what <laughs> that's what that's what they call him um, <laughs> yeah he, yeah I mean he, yeah he was just it's sort of cliche to, to talk about the things he was good at, but yeah, he's also on the list. <laughs> yeah, going forward, um, I mean, you know, you get a lot of you get a lot of fullbacks, especially nowadays, who are tend to be either you know very dangerous going forward, you know, across you know like you sort of Alexander Arnold types, you know, very good at bombing up and down or whatever, but not great defensively. And then you've got the ones who are just very solid, but generally don't offer much going forward. Um, he, so he, not not only was he, he wasn't like just he was just he found a mold, and you know often don't find players who fit into the mold of being excellent in both. It wasn't you know he wasn't like an absolute wizard on the wing or anything, but he could he could absolutely be an attacking fullback if he needed to be like you know some sort of wing back role. Um, but he was also in most of the teams he played, most of the games he played, the most un, unbeatable defender. Yeah. Um, so, probably you know probably the best in the like best left back certainly in the world for the majority of his career. I know it's sort of post yeah. Maldini or at least when Maldini moved to centre back. Anyway, um, yeah, easily. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we don't need to spend too much time on describing how good Ashley Cole is. I think we all know. Um, very. What about his the bloke who he was frequently compared to during the mid to late noughties, um, Patrice Evra. Does he make anyone's list? Does he make your list, Agby? Yeah, I had him third with Ooh. Gary Neville second. I had him fourth Ooh. with Gary Neville second. Okay. So I feel like I, I do regret my third. I, I think I might switch my third and fourth. I, I found it so hot. I feel that for me, anyway, 
the three, Ashley Cole, Neville, Everett, I feel, well, we're obvious, but obviously not for Ash, but I found the other, the other two, I feel like everyone else was, there, those three were at such a high level, and then everyone yeah. else was at a similar lower level that it was hard to try and pick out the other two. But for me, yeah, Ashley Cole, Neville and Everett. But it Everett is, was amazing as well. It is funny, over 20 years, as you say, that there's not that massive uh, an array of like amazing fullbacks um you know even i mean e- even one of those guys i've i've left off my list so you can sort of see how subjective it is but um uh, uh yeah it's 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 amazing i remember they did um just as a kind of reference point they did a best premier league 11 of all time um so considering the 90s as well but i remember they did i think they did left backs and right backs and um it was sorry it was the bbc so it was like gary lineker and alan shearer and danny murphy and all these guys and they did uh, for most positions they had you know 12 15 options to discuss and then right backs they had three and left backs they had three and it was just like wow <laughs> over the course of what 30 years of the premier league you've only got six fullbacks that you considered yeah these were decent um yeah but if you look at like especially like the england squad and Premier League players now, like you can see how much like fullbacks have fullbacks have developed. Stuck, it's, like, yeah. So much and become such a more integral part of any <clears throat> any kind of like tactical formation or style yeah. or anything. Yeah, they, they used to be the 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 one that you that has like least sort of tactically involved, weren't they? But yeah, you're yeah. right. That now they're sort of key to a lot of people's um, uh, a lot of people's systems. Um, yeah, Neville, Neville's Neville's an interesting one. So I'll go ahead and just say I've not I've not got Neville on my list. Maybe perhaps, that's the one that you left out. Perhaps um, to be honest, I, I was umming and ahhing about this for a while, and I sort of feel maybe I've been swayed by like um, you know the mind the mind of a recent you know recent mind or whatever however whatever that phrase is. Um, but I just I just thought I just wondered to myself like I, you know although Neville was at absolutely a good player and you know was probably you know six or maybe number seven on the list i just wonder whether compared to the other people i have on my list was he you know my my memory serves me really you know great crosser and just you know decent defender but was he just a good player in a in just a very strong team and you know had the longevity to kind of um, go with his reasonable ability but that kind of maybe that longevity being in the best team for so long just kind of propelled him up above, um, you know, where he where he could have been. I don't know. I just don't ever remember being sort of massively enamoured with. Never. What are you talking about, Harry? This is the Premier League. This is the Premier <laughs> League. Pundit. It's all about hard work. As a pundit. It's all about my, hard work. And Gary favorite. Neville does. Hard, did hard work every single game of his life. It's funny. He would try his darndest we, we every live in, single time. In a world where uh, Jamie Carragher and Gary Neville are like, you know, very likable pundits. Yeah. If you'd have told me that in like 2009, I would have just, I would have just said that that's. <laughs> there's no way. There's just no way that I will ever like either of them. Like, you know, I yeah. just can't believe it. Who's your favourite? Neville, I think. I, well, I don't know. I, I, I think I'd be friends with Carragher before Neville. I think Neville would be a bit more annoying, but I sort of root for Neville because, you know, I don't know. It's funny, I notice sometimes he's, um, 
he commentates on a lot of Man United matches, obviously. Mm. And at the start of the match, you can tell you can tell maybe his concentration goes slightly, but at the start of the match, he's very, very unbiased, very critical of both teams. He's like, yeah, yeah, that was that was a very good that was very good from the other team that wasn't Manchester United there. And then you know, every yeah. now and then you get the oh. Oh, <laughs> then, then, then towards the tail end of the uh, of the match, he starts to get like, "Well, I don't think that was a foul there." <laughs> no, I said, "I'll tell you what, if that was given in my day, I'd say about that." <laughs> yeah, I think I think Manchester United should have had a penalty here. Well, we've already had two, Gary. Do you want another one? Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I feel like he's, I feel like he's fairly balanced. I mean, I, I know what you mean you probably naturally just start getting a bit. Um, you know, sort of salty about stuff. I mean, you guys saw me on the chat during the FA Cup final, <laughs> so you see how it works. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I you know, and, and Carragher to an extent. I, I think they, they, I think they do a lot better job than than let's say the likes of Jermaine Genus or Steve McManaman on on the other. <laughs> Steve McManaman is is oh, he cannot help himself. Um, but. Um, yeah, I mean they they don't do but anyway, it's slightly off topic, so uh we'll rein ourselves back in. But no, ever 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 makes my list. Where's um, ever <coughs> left back? Second. <laughs> he's actually he's actually fourth. Oh. Over the wow. Yeah. Um What what so who's second who have you both bought as second and third then? Well we will get well I'm sure we'll get That's to that at some point. I uh, no, Gary Neville's my second. Um, wow. Uh, yes, I mean we all. We, yeah, I think I think we all agree, agreed on ever. Uh, my mine and Rose lists are actually very similar now. That I'm looking at them. Um, oh yeah, what did Rose? Oh yeah, sorry. So yeah, Rose 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 has gone. Ashley Cole number one, um, and Gary Neville number two. So, um, I think that's set in stone. I think that might well that might well end up set in stone. Um, <laughs> it's my no, podcast. <laughs> Ever, ever, I always, you know, the the the, the explanation I gave for just leaving Neville out, I, I sort of feel could apply also to Ever. Ever was, I think Ever was a better player than, or a better defender rather than Neville. Um, but again, I I do think he his ability got slightly propelled by the fact that he was, you know, starting left back for Man United. I'm not trying to say that he wasn't as good as as people reckoned, but. It was that period when you know he was frequently compared to Ashley Cole, and and it just sort of felt like, come on, guys, there's another level he can go, and he's not going there. Um, and he was a bit of a bit of a tosser as well, wasn't he? Still is. Then again, so is Ashley Cole. So <laughs> can't really talk about this, yeah. Um, but no, he was he was he, you know he, again one of those guys you know hard to beat could also go forward a little bit. Um, and stayed in the t- stayed in that team for six seven years. So, yeah. uh, solid player, more than deserves it. Um, and number three on both of our lists, and I wonder whether he gets in your list as well. Is Pablo Zabaleta? Yes, that was mine. Yes, I, was I had him so fit. scared. I was so yeah, scared. I have to defend that. <laughs> if Roe if Roe is here, that's yeah. him. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it just make make makes sense, doesn't it? He was just he was just very important to that city team, wasn't he? Um, very sort of. Uh, uh, it's funny. I, I talk, talked about you know, there's very few um, very few fullbacks that could fill the mold of being good going forward and back, and I've just kind of like described 
ever as that. And now I'm about to sort of say, oh, actually, uh, Pablo Zabaleta could do it as well. Um, I don't think it was amazing going forward. No, uh, no. And neither was ever really. I just, um, maybe I'm just, I'm just sort of you know, slightly talking out my ass, but um, yeah, similar, similar sort of thing. I think mean, Zabaleta was quite similar, sorry, as to um, yeah. Neville, like just solid defender, didn't, I mean, people got past Neville, but I feel like Zabaleta was just solid. He was very like matured, seasoned mm. veteran defender that he was reliable. Yeah. That's one of the main, he was a really passionate, reliable player. Yeah, no, I agree. That that sort of just very, very base level of, of mm. performance that you got out of him was very good. Mm. Um, yeah, and I, yeah, I, you know, I think I think that's you know, I think he I just on the basis of the fact that there's not many to choose from, I think he gets in there comfortably. But again, yeah, he's you know, he wasn't an absolutely outrageously good fullback, but there are there aren't many of them around, and he you know, he was. He was very. He played for City for a while, and I guess you know maybe I'm taking into account his West Ham days as well, which were a bit disappointing. But how much of that can you do? Um, so I think that as that's we've all got Cole, we've all got Evra, we've all got Zabaleta, Zabaleta and then three of us have Neville. Yeah. yeah. So there's one space left for both of you. Yeah. Uh, and for you. And yeah, and who is it? Do I have Trent? No. <laughs> Which, uh, no, it's, uh, it's actually Azpilicueta. It's for the Quetta. Yeah. I have Lauren. Mm. Lauren, it, yeah, do you know what? Like, you're just considering Lauren. I thought about Lauren for a while. Um, <sighs> just for me, I think, again, he was a similar. I feel that he had the reliability that we're talking about with Zabaleta, but I feel like he was yeah. better going forward. He wasn't like incredible going forward, but I think he did add a dimension to our attack when he did join it, holding down the right wing. He encapsulated that yeah. early noughties Arsenal team, didn't like he? In, in, in just, just very, very powerful, very yeah. kind of... Athletic. Um, yeah. yeah, and, um, you know, maybe not the most technical but as you say he was he was good going forward um, i know that he was a midfielder so yeah. he was originally a midfielder i think okay. yeah so when we bought him he was a midfielder and then i think wenger told him that i want to play you at right back and then obviously he loved that. Right back. <laughs> yeah. yeah but in the team but yeah maybe that's and that's probably why that athleticism and sort mm. of Good on like pretty good on the ball, can play, can go forward. How long? How long was he there? Because I mean, I, I sort of I decided to take him out of the equation just because of longevity. But I, I, I'm starting to think I'm starting to panic now, thinking that maybe like <laughs> I mean, he, he left. He left what two or three years after the after the Invincibles, or maybe maybe less than that. Uh, oh, so seven flipping heck, seven years. Um, Actually, seven years. Seven. Wow. Um, Blow me neck. Hmm. But no, yeah. I mean, I mean, look. I, I, it's one of those things. I, I would not begrudge him a place, but there was just, yeah, he would sort of be there with Neville, like right on the edge of it. But um, I feel like I'm being too harsh on the guys that, that have not played for 20 years. But um, but as Pedicu- as in in my list. Um, yeah, I mean, if you if you look at all the success Chelsea have had since you know Abramovich has taken over, as has been there for like the vast majority of it. If not all of it, I think. Twenty, not all, certainly not all of it. Um, twenty twelve. That's pretty. Twenty twelve. Yeah. Oh, what am I thinking of? Twenty twelve. 
I'm twenty twelve. Yeah, I'm twenty twelve. I know what I'm thinking of now. Thinking of the Mayans. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm thinking of the you know the end of the world. The, that film. Yeah. <laughs> that awful film. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. No, yeah. So like the majority of like Chelsea's success, especially like well, I'm not saying it hinges on him, but he he has been there, and he is a very 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 good player. But when? He's, how long did so it take solid. him? to become good though because did he struggle at the start I imagine like a lot well so not I mean yes and no so he was he was bought as a sub right back basically um, mm. and he couldn't he couldn't um, get a re- he couldn't over oh, mind is going my, my, my words I've been doing too much journalism today um, he couldn't um, unseat Branislav Ivanovic but um so he ended up unseating Ashley Cole at left back the, the next season. So he, it, I think he spent he spent uh, about he was he played a lot because we had a Europa League run in the first year, um, but he was a sub. And then he and then in the second season he he went in the left back. And then we bought Felipe Luis to be our left back, and he unseated him. So so he he's been he's been quality. And it, like I I. Know that you know it's predictable for the for the Chelsea fan to do this, but he's actually number two on my list. I I, I will defend that. Yeah, he's, he's only he's not been injured, has he? Well, apart from in the <laughs> FA Cup, he's, yeah, apart from the <laughs> very last game we've seen him in. Um, I you know I don't think I think that there's a lot of players on that list that probably at, at their actual peak of what they can do are probably better. You know, in terms of like their well, certainly there are better defenders going forward, and there's probably defenders who have been like, "Wow, they've been outstanding." Um, but for a guy who has he has excelled in right back, left back, and centre back, he's not the fastest. He sure as heck ain't the strongest. Um, Jose Mourinho rates him. He's not the tallest, and and yet there hasn't been a single time when anyone can can look at his performances, even you know when seasons when Chelsea have been poor, and go that he's not been an not you know he's he's not going to set the world alight, but he's always you know he's he is your classic. Every game is a seven out of ten. Most games are eight. Um, but I, I I put him I put him so highly because I like. It's a bit of a cliche now of, of the Azpilicueta is underrated, but I very nearly, we did the underrated players last year. I don't think he's the most underrated player of the season, but I certainly think that he is a guy that just does not get the credit he deserves. Um, you know, like he, um, he's like, he can make any, any sort of system work. Uh, as I say, three at the back, four at the back, left back, right back. Uh, he doesn't have a left foot. Like how is this? You know, incredible. You know, incredible. Def- well, incredible defender. That might, might be a bit hyperbolic, but a really, really, really good defender. Um, and just unsung. And um, as I say, I think at, at his very peak, he might not have the ability of of all the rest of them. But uh, and and like, I don't. I don't also. I'm not. I'm not going to stand here and say that he has contributed to everything that Chelsea have done and you know that's obviously you know you know he's been he's been there um and it's you know obviously been captain for a year now um he's not been central to it but you know he is his his sort of presence in that defense has been the one good thing about our defense for about um you know four or five years since like you know certainly John Terry fell out of the team um yeah I don't know I just I just feel that he doesn't get 
it, it, again, it's a cliche, but he doesn't get the, pre- the credit he deserves. But, you know, Chelsea, <laughs> Chelsea ran. Yeah, I don't want to just rant. Um, no, it's a fair, it's a, and you're right, to be fair. He's, if we're t- talking about people like Zabaleta as well, he's a solid player that always gives his best. Is can play in multiple positions and will give 110%. And he has been a, he's maybe not been the main contributor or contributor to Chelsea's sort of success, but he's always, he's consistently been there during that mm. time. So I probably wouldn't have him second, but yeah, I had him outside of it actually because I had outside of it Ivanovic, Paolo Ferreira, Sanya Kalishi, and Aspenquante. Wow, so oh, come on. Okay. So these, so these are players that will probably be in my top ten. Oh, oh so oh, I've got players to think who could potentially maybe make into that third or fourth position. So who, who else? Paolo Ferreira, Clichy, who else? Sanya, Sanya Ivanovic, Ivanovic, and that's Billy Quetta. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, all those are worth are worth consideration. For, for the record, Rowe gave me gave me a similar thing, and he put in that bracket Sanya Kolarov, Nancy, Donna Risa. Um, Leighton Baines and oh, and Trent Alexander Arnold and Aaron Wan Bissaka. Aaron Wan Bissaka, because that's what I meant when I said at the start that it's like for me, it was Cole Neville Everett top three. Yeah, Ashley Cole obviously first, the other two might have a position, but I feel those other seven players potentially could have made it into fourth. <clears throat> yeah, I, you know, I, I sort of reflect and I and I think you know, I would have it. Hell of a tough time explaining to a Man United fan that Aspidaqueta is beating Everett and Gary Neville, but <laughs> but again, I kind of I kind of just say it because I, I just think he is. Uh, sorry, I'm not going to go on about this, but yeah, I just he doesn't he just yeah. No, do you know what I've said? What I'm he doesn't say. get the praise he deserves. We must praise him extra because he's he's such a solid player. He, he does fly under the radar. I imagine a lot. Of yeah, but it, and it's not just because you have a lot. You have this is something that happens a lot. You know, you have these players that are just like, yeah, he's just quietly very good. But it isn't just that. Like he's, I don't know any any other player who can. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are versatile players who play a, or in do this in in an attacking sense. But very few players in a defensive sense could do, right back, left back, and centre back without having any seemingly any problems. Like particularly as he's not this kind of like monstrously big and strong and fast guy. He's just your average little Spaniard guy. <laughs> he's not. Anyway. Um, uh, so we've got your, we've got your five, Dave. Remind us of who they, who they were. Just So Ashley Cole, Ashley Cole Neville, Neville Evra, Lauren and Zabaleta. Lauren and Zabaleta. Okay. And then Ash, we've got your number five to come, have we? Or? That's Bogota. As Bilicueta, that was it. Okay, yeah. so it's just my five, my fifth. Yeah, and again, apologies, bias. Ivanovic was my number five. Um, I actually think out of everyone that we've mentioned, barring a couple of those people that we mentioned in the brackets, he's probably the worst defender. Um, <laughs> but probably the best going forward. <laughs> yeah, and even, I mean, he wasn't. He's not a right. He's not a right back, really. He's, he was bought as a centre back and then shifted out there. <laughs> he's a goal-scoring uh, right back. And I just think he his importance to us throughout that sort of late noughties, early early teens, up until what? When did he leave? Twenty sixteen, I think. Um, he he got so many. He was a bit sort of like a, a f- not nearly as good Sergio Ramos, just in the sense that he would he scored so many important goals. He like had big performances and big games. That that was why I included him because I thought that 
I think, uh, you know, and he, and he was a hell of a unit, like, you know, defensively in terms of like, so physically very, very, very good, very capable. Wasn't defensively always on point, but um, yeah, he got in there for me. So we've established, I think by virtue of, uh, I think I've got a slightly different first three, but I think everyone is in agreement of the, no, wait, yeah. Cole's, Cole's set in stone. That's fine. I had, I had Zab- Zabaleta as my third, but right. I would change that to four to put everyone in there instead. Okay, so we've got. I think we've got. I think we've got Cole, Neville, Zabaleta, and Evra. I think are in everybody's lists apart from I've not got Neville, but don't worry about that because I think I'm being overruled. Um, so the last. Oh gosh! So it's a fight. It's a big fight between <laughs> Aspilicueta, Ivanovic, and Lauren. I think. Yeah. To get number five. Um, I, I wouldn't even say if it's it's a big fight. I mean, he's second on your list, Harry. Like, Did Rohan Aspilicueta in his? No, he had him like tenth or something. No? Uh, he didn't. He didn't have him. He didn't even consider him. Oh gosh! <laughs> As in, like he had. Um, yeah, he had Ivanovic number five. Wait, wait, wait. He had Aaron oh, hang on. So that, but uh, Actually, I think this... Do you know what? This, yeah. No, he didn't have him on his list. He just said honourable mention. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's um, so, if we, got, if we want to get really technical, I guess... Where was Lauren on your list, Dave? Fourth. Fourth. So, Aspidiqueta was second on my list, but... Fifth I think on mine as well. Aspidiqueta was on two lists. But also, I think Ivanovic is on three lists. So where does someone needs to write the rules for this? I don't know how we do it. It's about where we're almost done with all of them. Um, it's weird because like Aspilicueta is either really high or really low, <laughs> while uh, Ivanovic seems somewhat in the middle, consistent. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, look, I, I, I will, I will want to fight for Espinosa, but I, I don't think, I don't know. I think, <laughs> no disrespect, Dave. I, 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 I would be happy to have him on, on my list if. Lauren's out of the equation. I think Lauren's gone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's between Dave and. Why? <laughs> I mean, I guess Ooh. when you when you consider, given that Espinosa is still going, and I guess I, I think Ivanovic has had more of an impact. Um, but again, I'm not sure that's totally justified. But I think his sort of big game presence and stuff, and you know, he was involved in. Um, well, I was going to say he was involved in how many title wins? Three? No, only two. It's difficult. But I'm gonna. I'm. If you guys are happy with it, I'm probably gonna grit my teeth and say I think it's gonna have to be Ivanovic because he's on three people's Ooh. lists. So it turns out the reserve right back. Couldn't unseat. <laughs> yes, oh, that for is, a second that time. Is, uh, poetry. That should be the tag for the. <laughs> we'll tag him. We'll tag Aspidiqueta and say, "Look, he's gone." He's I'm sorry, gone. Caesar. I'm sorry. So that list <clears throat> is fuck, 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 fuck. as follows. That list is is as follows: Ashley Cole, number one; Gary Neville, number two. Patrice Evan, number three. Pablo Zabaleta, number four. Branislav Ivanovic, number five. Mambo, number five. Congratulations, everyone. You all receive your trophies. <laughs> right. 
within three to five working days. <laughs> so you must have seen Ika Casillas has retired. Yes. Uh, which got me thinking, who's the best goalkeeper you've ever seen? And I don't mean live or any of that rubbish. I just mean like, you know, since this is, this is ba- it's a sort of similar question really, but in the sense that we're not just talking Premier League. Like, I don't know, because are you talking like in a, in a single game over a, no, just, just or... like, you know, because so basically Casillas is retired and, and he, you know, he's getting rightly praised, fantastic goalkeeper, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. it just got me thinking like, so who is the, the best keeper of the last, what, 25 years or whatever, like since we've been football fans or whatever. Um, Casillas uh, is obviously up there. Manuel Neuer, because I think he's, he's sort of been a trailblazer for how goalkeepers are perceived now. So ball play. Mm-hmm goalkeepers and that's yeah. what we see with like Edison, Alisson, yeah. etc. I, mean, I've, I have seen him on the halfway line quite a few times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Running, yeah. Running. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure we, we've we, played him yeah. in the Champions League and he was running down the left right. wing. <laughs> sweeper, sweeper keeper and ball playing keeper as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel that. There's that great video of um, Man United playing Bayern in the Champions League and Everest scores from outside the box. And they all go running off to the corner to celebrate. But the ball kind of finds its way at going over there as well. So Neuer is running after the ball, but it just looks like he's joining in in the celebration because <laughs> they cut away just before he gets to the ball. Um, yeah, no, yeah Neuer, Neuer is obviously there. Obviously, for lots, for a long time, it was like it was a kind of like Casillas Buffon duopoly, wasn't it? Like they, they. You know, certainly when when I was growing up, it was like they were the boom, and like Oliver Kahn as well. Particularly, I mean, I can probably say that my awareness of football began around that summer of the World Cup, and he was, you know, unbelievable in that World Cup. But then had another few years of being this flipping monster. Um, I always rated Casillas above Buffon. I don't know about you guys. No. No, Casillas gets a bad re- because obviously he's had the last you know since what twenty when did he fall out of the Madrid team twenty when it, well Mourinho oh, flipping heck he's been a while when Mourinho arrived um, but I always f- like felt I don't know but I felt Buffon Buffon got longevity points Buffon was yeah brilliant. yeah of course longevity but, points but he and he, uh, he didn't have that tail off and I guess you need you know well. He certainly looks a bit dodgy now, but bless him, he's like forty-two, so we can allow that. Um, he's, but, he's forty-two. He's, he's I mean, I'm saying he's dropped off a little bit, and he is forty-two, but uh, he, he yeah. can still perform well. No, yeah, no, that's true. But I, mean, I just, like, think, you I just stick think, him in like a, a mid-table team. That's, at, I just maybe think at, not his, at his very best. I, I just, I still felt like you could, you could score past Buffon. But there were days when you sort of flipping it like Casillas is, is. In, I mean, again, it seems strange because it's been about a decade since he's been this unbelievable goalkeeper. Um, but um, yeah, I think Valdez at one point. No, he, he yeah. was. I think no, I think he was just because of the success of Barcelona. But you, what, what does that mean, though? But that's what I'm saying. So I'm just saying that I think people probably would say Valdez, but I don't think he was a better goalkeeper than Buffon and Casillas. But oh, as in, he was, so it'll be it'll be due to like association of success. But do you rate him in that sort of bracket? Maybe a step below. Maybe like just oh, I, I, I was. 
I, I don't know. I mean, I, maybe I'm speaking for myself here. I never thought he was mm. anywhere near that top level. Went to he was, Middlesbrough. <laughs> to Middlesbrough. And, yeah. No, Mathers was fine, but but I, I just think it, it, he, had, he had the benefit of you know being a kind of um, Barcelona um, pro, uh, youth product, mm. but also I guess you know in that time of of playing out from the back, he was quite useful because very few keepers could do it, and he was better than most at it. But I, no, I, I I never I never ever once thought oh I'd love to sign Valdez. Mm. Um, few mistakes in him I don't, I don't mean just with his feet like you know a few um, mistakes in him but no this is this is a question I, I, I sort of ask myself every kind of five years like you know or you know whenever I do like a world 11 of players that I've ever witnessed I was thinking who, who, would, who would go in there um, for a time it was Khan and then it, and then it was um, Casillas but yeah I, I think I agree with you Dave with your thing I think it is Neuer mm. Partic- particularly with like that period um in the kind of mid noughties at Bayern or early to mid noughties when not only was he this unbelievably like um you know um trailblazing goalkeeper with the with the ball at the feet stuff and the and the sweeper keeper but he was also the best you know by far and away the best you know shot stopper as well like some of the reflex saves he he was making um and you know big you know, scary looking. Um, like you wonder, you wonder how different life would have been for Man United if they would have signed because they were trying to get Neuer, weren't they? And then they bought De Gea when Neuer fell through. Obviously, De Gea was brilliant for for a long time. I still said, I still said De Gea is pr- quite far up there. I mean, he's fallen from grace very much, <laughs> especially in the last like season or two. Yeah, I, I still rate him very, very high. I still think he's the weave Manchester United. I mean, especially with his feet, right? His, his footwork when he's shopping, stopping shots. Well, I'm, sure, yeah, I'm he, sure he holds the world record, well, the Premier League record for amount of serves in a game. Oh, was that against Tottenham? It was. It was last season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think United won one nil. We had so many shots; it was so frustrating. <laughs> but it, but it was. It was, it was he got that record. You're right, and then everyone just went on about how brilliant. You know, oh, look at all these saves. They were they were at him, just straight at him. Yeah, they were. They were, but they had to be missed. <laughs> and like about seventy percent of them. But were if like, you missed through, through, through footwork, I'd be like, right, you're that's a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> But no, no, and obviously he's make, making mistakes. So I, I don't yeah, know when yeah. it, I, I don't know how many near post, near post goals you have to let in that actually hit you first before going in until like you, you tarnish your entire reputation and history. But <laughs> my history, well, yeah, I was, I, I didn't want to be the one to mention it, but yeah, I think certainly for that, <laughs> for that two, is, two years at Chelsea prior to his um, head injury, yeah. I think he, he, he was. Possibly the best, but not. I mean, his, his head injury just took ten percent of his of his ability off him. Unfortunately, Van still, still brilliant. Level below, I think. Level below, and Everett to checks Cole, I think. Everett to checks. Oh, Van der Sar. was very good, but but again, I just I don't think that he was the all round keeper that some of the others on 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 the list were. But of course, he's up there. Um. But then, you know, I, I also just think, like, there's a reason you play for Fulham for six years or however long you played for. Like, you don't, you don't just, oh, hang on. There's this unbelievably amazing goalkeeper at this really not-so-good club. Let's, oh, let's go and grab him. 
Um, Who would you have starting in the German national team? Just again. Um, after all the praise we've given him, we say I think Neuer no, is a bit over the hill now. I think he's uh, he's got he's got a num he's got more mistakes in it. But what he's all getting on now? He's thirty five, thirty six. It's amazing. I, I still think of him as like a young. This is the other thing I was going to say about Neuer. I love his attitude. I absolutely. I was watching. Um, I was watching the um, you know ITV have been doing all these replays of Champions League finals from through the years. I, I, of course, obviously, I was watching the Chelsea one, the Chelsea Bayern, and it was um, Robin's penalty in extra time, uh, and there was a clip of Schweinsteiger couldn't watch it, so he was like uh, sort of crouching um, on the penalty area next to Neuer, and then Neuer's just there watching it, and then as soon as Robin misses it, there's like no panic or look of dread in Neuer. Neuer's just like up, oh, go. Come on, you know, back in straight away, uh, and um, and then like he took a penalty in that final, wasn't phased, and you know that thing I mentioned about running after the ball with Evra's goal, like he's just got this like flipping very German. Would you it? would you say that Neuer gets it? Yeah, he gets it. He just gets yeah. it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Oh, is, isn't there someone going uh, issues? Around the German national team goalkeeper position. Yeah, they they're having a bit. Of, they've had a bit of a fallout. They're throwing, oh, like throwing threats around about who the starting goalkeeper should be, and if it's not this, and what, I can't remember which way around it is. Terrible. I, I shouldn't bring it up if I don't. But <laughs> no, I I think yeah, I don't know too much about it, but I think it's been quite politicised with because um, Bayern have some involvement with the the people who run the German football association, and they want to keep it keep Neuer as the number one, but people kind of believe now that because to Stegen is another one of those sort of quietly brilliant goalkeepers. I mean, he's not, I don't think he's on noise level uh, or at least what noise level was. Um, but yeah, I probably, I don't know about you guys. I'd probably go with to Stegen now if I was Joachim Löw. Leno. Yeah. Leno, Leno, Leno as well. Jay Leno. <laughs> um, what do you guys think about Donnarumma? I think we've spoken about this before. Is he where he should be, as in a sense of ability-wise? Has he somewhat dipped? Because there's obviously the massive hype. He's like the next dude. The hype, the hype seems to have dipped. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I but I'm not sure if he has. I mean, the the amount of games he's played mm. at, at the age he is, and I mean, mm. the, 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 they're playing in the Europa League, but semi. I mean, I've not semi- seen regular games, but I don't know. So, I mean, I feel like it's good experience, and then the going to come in for him. the level and the quality does as well. I'm not sure. Is there a correlation? Yeah, may, may, maybe. I mean, if, especially with goalkeepers, they need to believe they're on hype, don't they? It's very nice uh, yeah. to say. And if, it's, if, and if that is dwindling down, maybe the confidence just taking up. I don't, I, I don't know. I still think he's still, still probably well, maybe he, the second best player. I think he's there, but... He had that big contract issue, didn't he? Because all yeah, the fans were, yeah. go, were going mad at him because he wasn't going to sign. Mm. Uh, and this is when, you know, this, you know, this is sort of, you know, when AC Milan really were in the doldrums. Um, maybe he suffers from the fact that, you know, obviously the way that goalkeeping has, has sort of come on in the last three or four years towards being, you know, you have to be able to be a ball player. Maybe that's why he's sort of stayed where he is because you know he, his 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 thing is big big and tall, isn't it? He's not yeah. really. And I just I just wonder whether he'd still be at AC Milan if this was ten years ago. 
and you know what you needed is just a big kind of presence or whatever. I'd be Man United. Yeah, because I mean, like who, like who, who's a level above AC Milan to tear him away from his boyhood club? It, who sort of needs a keeper that's you know potentially going to you know? I guess you can. PSG. PSG. Yeah, they're strange with keepers, though, aren't they? No, they've got they've got um, Chilean bloke. Um, Kayla Navas. Kayla Navas. Who? Yeah, everybody seems to rate, and I. I'm always confused by not uh, the ones that say he's rubbish, but I, he's just sort of <laughs> he's just sort of quietly playing for the best teams in the yeah. world, and you're a bit like. Well, then what? wouldn't Donnarumma? I guess would Donnarumma potentially be an upgrade for that younger? Uh, I mean, I mean, that? that's is pretty good. Mm. And I guess you know you could say like Chelsea need a goalkeeper. What's stopping them from from getting him? You wonder whether there's some sort of mm. deficiency there that people think, ah, oh, no. Um. Drink it, go to Juventus. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah, they've still got Chesney, haven't they? Yeah. That's mad. He has stolen that career. Like, it's <laughs> like Chesney's going to retire with, like, what, six titles? <laughs> and, you know, the most successful. He's probably going to have more league medals than Buffon. By the well, end. I mean, to be fair, though, he has, I think it's. Des- I mean, deserved in quote unquote because I think he's definitely turned his career around because at Arsenal he was done he was so poor and then he left and he's actually become a pretty solid reliable keeper as well From where did he go did he go to Roma uh, I don't remember I can't remember to the internet yeah the internet will tell us oh gosh there's so many Zeds in his name yeah he went to Roma oh there we go he's beaten me yeah. Um, yeah, and then and then Juve bought him like a year later or something, and then and then he was a backup to to Buffon, and then he started started you know displacing him. Um, I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure. I guess would they need him? I mean, every I just think every player every player has a price. Mm. I think you 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 know even your your most loyal guys. I wonder if they you know they would be turned like Gerard nearly went. Um, you know, do you yeah. think if Chelsea signed Oblak, Atletico might go room for him? <clears throat> no, they'll get a reasonable on loan. Definitely, <laughs> um, <laughs> what we're trying to offer them. Um, I, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd have to, I'd have to sort of pay a bit more attention to Donnarumma. As you say, it's been like a couple of years since I've really properly kind of yeah. thought. Right, let's see how he's getting on because I just, you know, he's not been someone that we've been looking to. Yeah. Looking to potentially get, um, but yeah, I mean, if if his stock is still where it is, is still where it was, then yeah, I mean, that's that seems like a kind of logical step, doesn't it? Because he's only what twenty one or something. He's still like <laughs> yeah, twenty one. So yeah, possibly. He's twenty one. He's played two hundred and twenty six games for AC Milan. Is he the, is he in Italy? Um, he, yeah. As in, like, does he start? Yeah, I think so. He's got um, 16 appearances. It's not many. 16, nice. Who started? And then again, actually, in, in, in what, three years? That's not, that's not a small amount, to be fair. Yeah. But he was, he was AC Milan keeper when he was uh, 16, wasn't he, or whatever. God, he's been there five years. That's insane. He's got 12 clean sheets in 2016-17. 12 in 17, 18, 11 in 18, 19, and 12 in 19, 20. 
Mm. 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 So I don't know. Seems pretty good. <laughs> and that's in AC Milan team that. Would you take not, him? Or, or shut up? Yeah, I'd, I'd have him. Uh, to take over from Lloris. Oh, maybe not take over. Maybe like <laughs> in, a, in a year or two. I mean, Lloris getting off a bit of an edge. I've done a rumor on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> you think he? You think he'd <laughs> yeah. go, sit think on the bench? Agree to that? What for a year? Yeah, I, I will. Well, I mean, cup games. We, we couldn't well, get. Well, yeah, he could be our cupkeeper in the Europa League <laughs> season. That's it. <laughs> We couldn't get a 19-year-old from Genk to sit on our bench. Um, I don't think no. he would do that. No, we're going to get Donnarumma, and he's going to he's going to play against Barté Borisov <laughs> in the qualifications to the Europa League. Face three shots, and then go home. He's going to have 100% save percentage, and then he's going to play in the Premier League. <laughs> no, but yeah. I think I think Spurs need to be looking towards a backup keeper. Uh, I mean. I mean, Gazaniga's not a bad little... No, he's not. He's good as well. How old is... This is, this is turning into the how old is this bloke flipping podcast. How old is Laurie? Because Laurie... Yeah, I mean... Three? Laurie's is one of those kind of like awkward situations where he's still a, he's still a decent keeper. Mm. A bit like... Um, I, I wonder whether like... Because Courtois came to Chelsea at a very convenient time. I know which check was still good, but he was slowly kind of going down a little bit. I think he came at a right at a, at a good time where we kind of had an excuse to get rid. But when you have these keepers who last so long, you kind of have to face the reality of well, we, I mean, we can improve you, and if you were a lesser player, we probably would. <laughs> but you're, you've been there so long, and it's always a risk with goalkeepers. Like you wonder how long it, you know, that like because Tottenham could improve Lloris. But he's not b- bad enough. Like you know, he's not like a Kepper or a or whatever, where you sort of go, okay, this needs to change. Um, no, I think he's become worse prior to making certain mistakes as well. Since well, I think the whole team's been get Martinez. You know, less... If you want a crybaby to be your first choice, <laughs> pathetic. <laughs> Wanting to win an FA Cup, absolutely pathetic. <laughs> oh, I've had a journey. We've all had journeys, mate. Ten years. Ten years, yeah. Sadio Mane's had a journey. <laughs> Sadio Mane, yeah. Uh, no, I, I did. That was speaking of Martinez, what would you do if you're Arteta? You've got Leno and Martinez, who Martinez arguably is... I'd start Leno. So you would have him. But then would you, if you were Martinez, would you be like, I feel like I could be first choice keeper. I'm going to leave. Yeah, I would. To be honest, I, I almost think it's quite a good time to be... Cause do you, like, do you remember back in the day when backup keepers were absolutely terrible? They were always like, you, you get, if, as a top team, mm-hmm. you get them from the championship. Like, it, mm-hmm. it was unthinkable yeah. 10 years ago to have like, quality keepers on your bench. Um, I think it's easier than ever to be a backup keeper because I know you, you won't want to do it forever, but you can't, you do get, if you're at a top club anyway, you do get a lot of games because if you're in Europe and stuff, you usually sub out and, and whatever. Um, but it's always a difficult thing on on FM, isn't it, Dave? When you've got like two really good ones, and you know, like, what you know, your current keeper is twenty five, and you've got this yeah, nineteen year old. You're like, <laughs> yeah, I can't I hang on to him for like that. nine years. I'm thinking that, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I have to cash in on him, but oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be hell. Yeah, I had a seventeen year old wonder kid coming through, goalkeeper. 
tried to play, tried to play him in one game. Steve got three goals. But no, he's not. He's not, he's not ready. He's not ready. He's on a rumours going back on. He's going off the bench. He's on a rumour who I paid 120 mil for. Oh, you've actually got Donnarumma? Yeah, yeah. Well, I bought Andre Onana. Oh, that's right. Yeah, from from Ajax, obviously. And uh, I don't know. I didn't like his attitude. <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't performing that well. He you hear that, Frank? That's yeah. Asking for pay rises all the time. He's like, oh, I had to make this issue public. I'm like, what? You haven't even asked me. <laughs> oh. If you're a pay rise, you can have a pay rise. He's not turning for training. I'm like, right. Well, <laughs> you're gone. And then I had like four days to buy a replacement for him. Really and I think AC because I think I, I got a bit hot headed. <laughs> Sacked him without, like, you know, sold him. Oh, what, you, just, any kind oh, of right. oh you sold him or you sacked him? Sold him without getting a replacement. Okay. So I had like, a few days to get a replacement of Donnarumma. And uh, I was made to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's the club record transfer in a, in a team that has Kai Havertz from, in four years' time. And Jaden yeah. Sancho. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a conundrum. <laughs> Anyway, FM talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What happened to Courtois? What happened to him? Yeah. Why do you think he just dipped? And, I mean, he's had a, a pause in Madrid, hasn't he? Haven't you heard? He's, he's no, not at all. He's, he's back. like... He's back. He's back. He's back. He's back. No, he's, he's like, he's been hailed as like the best keeper in the league now. I mean, obviously... Oh, my gosh. It's all black, but this is not me talking. This is, um, uh, obviously, I think... Real Madrid started badly, mm. but then they've still been. Yeah, but I think defensively they've been really good, and and apparently he's been one of the main reasons for oh, that. Um, that's good. Yeah, I, I, but to answer your question, I, I just think he joined at a bad time. I mean, I don't think it was necessarily all to do with Ronaldo, but they had that. They were they were sort of declining a, a little bit, and they had a a couple of bad seasons, and and he was in the midst of that. You know, he just joined, so. You sort of look to that, but um, Courtois, Courtois, Courtois. He's he's one of those guys. He's he's got a lot of confidence. Uh, he's very good at you know the, the stuff he does. He's not the best with the ball at his feet, but he's a good keeper. Like he's not going to. Um, I love his his flipping aerial dominance. I absolutely love. Um, but yeah, I'm not surprised. I mean, he's not he's not a black, but he he's he is a really good keeper, and he'll be yeah. He's yeah. As I say, he's he's doing really well. Um, and they won a title as well, so they won a title, and um, yes, yeah, just still in the Champions yeah. League. Yeah, it's a shame because it's weird to think that. So we loaned him to Atletico when we bought him, and then obviously he's met someone out there, had kids with that person who's you know Spanish, and then that's the reason why he left Chelsea because he needed to go go be near his kids. So it's like it's almost like you know. Signing your own flipping shot yourself in the foot, yeah. Never, yeah. (laughs) You say, Don't send people on lawns to the spam. Never just tell them not to meet any girls. (laughs) Right into the contract, they have to remain celibate. Family, I mean, there's probably weirder clauses in contracts. I'm sure there's some uh, contracts in the Premier League that they're not allowed to travel into space, travel into space. Yeah. Sorry, I, I zoned out for five seconds. What, you, what are we talking about, space? Uh, con- clauses and um, 
football's contracts. Yeah. I can't remember who it is, but there's a contract that says they're not allowed to go into space. As in outer space? Outer space. Who? What's, you've seen a specific someone's contract? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, was listening, I was listening to this thing about, um, about like, different contracts in, in, in like, professional football. And this, this player was kind of like a, um, he was into his extreme like, sports and whatnot. Yeah, he always talks about going like you know if if there was ever like commercial trips to space, he'd be straight on it, straight on it. Oh, I see. The club so didn't want that. Oh, oh, what? So this was reactionary to what he'd said. Yeah. <laughs> so he said you're not allowed to go into space for the length of your contract. I mean, it's mad, but it's kind of not that mad in a way. Like, I mean, we're not that far away from that sort of stuff. No. There's already you've already got what's his name doing doing. Uh, uh, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Elon Musk and Branson's trying to. Well, not anymore. Branson's. Branson's poor, like you and me. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I, I think. Um, what did he finally pay his taxes? It's been. Sorry, Mr. Branson. Please sponsor us. Um, <laughs> but um, but no, I, it's like a contrast is weird. But I mean, I guess all of these things, like preventative measures, like. You, you have mad um, release clauses that you, you fast forward five years and suddenly they're not so mad. Like three, four years ago, someone having like a 250 million pound release clause, you're like, what's the point in that? Like, you might as well just have it at 200 billion. But then suddenly, suddenly, you know, things move on and that's payable. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad English, doesn't, English football doesn't have that rule. That would be hell. There'd be so many issues there. Like the mand the mandatory um, release clause. Release clause, yeah. I mean, we do have we we have we, they still have release clauses sometimes, but obviously not. They haven't, but it's like in Spain, yeah. it's a, it's a requirement. You have to have to put it into the contract. Um, and yeah, I mean, Arsenal would cease to exist, wouldn't you? You just wouldn't be able to hold on to players. They all just get bought. All you good ones. <laughs> <laughs> That well, period just, just when, when Man, Man City yeah. kept poaching their players. <laughs> no, yeah, no. I'm more talking about the mid, not the mid teens when Man City and Man United just just vultured your yeah. What before <laughs> FFP? Sanya Clichy. I mean, that'll uh, probably be best because we wouldn't lose our best players for free, so <laughs> probably would have been better. At least, yeah, at least be able to, yeah. Some money for them at least. But yeah, I would hate the idea that it's like right. We don't even have to agree to it, and we and we could lose somebody like that would be hell. Egbe, what's going on with uh, Aubameyang's contract? Not not saying you have all the inside information. <laughs> <laughs> you're, 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 you're the board. Bring him in. We, know he, we know he's we know he's in the other room. Bring him in. Yeah, be quiet. Yeah. Stop, 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 stop shaving stars into your head and get in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. What is what is the deal? Who knows? I mean, Arteta seemed very confident that he was going to sign. Jordan. Yeah, but he has to, doesn't he? Right. I mean, because if he doesn't, then he looks like an idiot. Yeah, but if he goes in front of like a press conference and says, "Oh, is your best? Do you think your best player is going to sign another contract with this club?" Like, no, we're not good enough. I think it's just no, no. I don't. Maybe, I don't think maybe, we can hold on I to think it. There's a way to be sort of like just wait and see sort of thing. Like, because that if. Because all Arsenal fans see that are like he's definitely going to sign you, putting potentially putting false hope into him signing. 
So I guess he can work for way. Which I, I imagine could blow up even worse for him from an, an abuse thing because of the false hope that's there. Yeah, yeah. If so, he doesn't sign. Yeah, because you could look at Arteta being like, why, why, why are you saying that sort of thing? Like, if I leave, well, no, I, I mean, as an Obama young. Right. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, Obama yeah. could be like, boss. Like, oh, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not staying and he's, you've given them all false hope. So if I do leave, I'm literally like the bad guy sort of thing. But I, I don't know. People quickly forget that though. They'll be more focused on a bummy True. But I guess it's, it's weird. On the other hand, if he doesn't leave, can you take him as someone who is, ambi- who is ambitious and who actually is a world-class player? So if he stays, do you think, oh, he doesn't really have ambition and... Too early for that. He's not been there. He's not been there three years. What something like that? I guess I think it's more his stats are a player who you could say is world class or who has been playing class. I think I think he's he's been he's been carrying your team quite quite heavily the last two two seasons. Easily, without a doubt. I I think there was a. I think I've mentioned it before. There was a period of time, a quarter of the way into the into the season, where every single point that Arsenal had was due to goals from Aubameyang. Oh, 100 percent easily. So that's what I'm saying. If if a player is doing that well, do you not almost look to them to move? Because this is his last big contract. Do you yeah. not have to look and be like, if he's a player that wants to get someone win trophies, he has to leave, sort of thing. So do you look? I mean, yeah. I've said it about four yeah. but it's almost bad if he doesn't leave because it shows that maybe he's not ambitious. Because I'll yeah. tell build a squad, but. That could take three, five years. I, I don't think he's. Like, he'd stay throughout through like some oh, kind yeah. of loyalty to the club. Yeah, yeah. In, in, in the nicest way. I don't, I don't yeah, think yeah. He lives and bleeds Arsenal. Like, yeah. like so Hector Bellerin does. I mean, he looks like he loves it. He gets on. He's a big character. He's captain. He loves it. But I think it's ambition. And I think unless the, the um, Arteta and the board can say, we are going to go into the market, we're going to try and bring you the best players to build up this squad. I, he shouldn't stay because he's a better player. Where would he go? Barca, Real Madrid? Bar- Barca, Madrid, PSG will probably be, might be in for him, but he probably shouldn't yeah, go there. Because um, I, I guess the, the argument is, it, you, I agree with you on the ambition front, but then again, if, um, if the move isn't there, or even, you know, for, for like, you know, you, you can sort of, do a sideways move to like Atletico or something like mm. you know something like that. Is it worth it? Like unless you're guaranteed Real Madrid are coming in and they want you to be their striker. Real right. Madrid for a um, what's his first? Uh, young lad, I oh, forget his name. He's played Frankfurt. Oh, Jovic. 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 Luka Jovic. And swap deal. <laughs> Harry would cry. I still can. Cons- I consider it. Oh yeah, I consider it. Oh man. Yeah, he, I mean that that would be good because. I, I just think Jovic, he just, the form's there. He's just obviously dipped a bit, but I still think the talent is still there. Just needs the right team to bring it out of him. Imagine if he went and then said, yeah, I just, I just wanted to play for the FA Cup winners. It's just, <laughs> that, that is a big, you know. <laughs> just, oh, I could have played in the Champions League, but. but yeah. To be fair, I, I can't even joke. I, can, I can no longer joke about the Champions League. Oh, Europa League football that <laughs> I've still playing, and it feels bad. It We're feels straight bad. to the group stages. <laughs> yeah, no, you're straight to the group stage. You've had such a bad season. You are that. You have been <laughs> such so bad. Well, I, I mean, I just hope he stays. I just goes without saying. I think he can. He can give us another 
two good seasons to potentially get us back into the Champions League if we can add quality to Aiden. I, th- I think it'd be more more of a um, keep you floating while you patch up the holes. Yeah, I yeah. Think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He'll stop us from dropping into the bottom half of the league, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, well, okay. Help you finish as high as you possibly can. Yeah. I mean, how have you scored going. 22 goals this season without any creative forces? Just insane. And playing left wing as well, which is not his favourite position. What about Danny Ceballos, which thing's happening with him? Oh. Obviously, you didn't get a uh, option to buy on him, did you? You know, it's weird, because I think I didn't rate him. And... I still think he's. We need another midfielder alongside him because I don't. I don't always think he has that creative edge that I think we need. But I think he's a solid player that really has a passion for for the club. You see in his celebrations and how much he gives. But yeah, I think if we can either extend his loan or game for a decent price of about thirty thirty five mil, then yeah, because Real Madrid were very very reluctant to give an option spy to anyone, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, which, uh, I know. We 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 said we weren't going to sign them unless we got one. Yeah, and then so, uh, I think they need money as well. So I think yeah, you know, yeah. made it seem that they're a bit more. Open but are you are you in a position where financially you, you, can, you can give them money? I mean, I mean Europa League that's given us a bit of money, but I mean, is that was it 40, 50, 50 now? Yeah, which will, yeah, which is a high percentage of how yeah. much we need to pay. But I think we need to clear out. First, we need to clear house. We've got too many dead weights on too high a wage. We've got three and a half Mesut million. Ozil. Yeah, three and a half million going to Mesut Ozil every month. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, it just—he's going to be the hardest. What's what, what's where's his contract at now, Ozil? So he can have one more year. Left. He's got one more yeah, year. He'll see it out, won't he? he yeah, yeah, that's what, that's what his agent said. He's like, we're not going anywhere. Why would you? Who's going to pay that wage? It frustrates me so much because he, he could have been a really, really top player. And it's, it was to an extent, but yeah, he's obviously I mean. got that. I, like, I, didn't, I do remember I, I said to you way back when, I was like, um, Sanchez will leave, Ozil will stay because Ozil's not got the drive and he, he's a key, he likes being comfortable. He likes being... I mean, he's not even a big fish in a small pond at Arsenal anymore, but like, he, he loves that sort of, I don't have to work too hard. Like, and it's such a shame because he's so talented. Which is weird because I think that's the type of player I imagine Aubameyang would want at Arsenal because Ozil can <clears throat> open defences on his, on his best day. He can create mm. it and I'm sure that's the type of calibre that he would want us to, to play. So I wonder what his thinking is like, what's going like? I wonder if he's spoken to Arteta, like what's going on with Ozil? Like, is he going to play? Like, if I stay, is he going to be available? Because mm. he is a good player and he can get me more goals sort of thing, so... He'll he'll stay. He'll stay, but he'll probably rot in like the under twenty threes or. Like he's like Gwendozi as well. Gwendozi. Yeah, he's yeah. I think he, I, I think you you need to sell him, but I don't think you are going to get as much money as you probably should for. Him. Yeah, with amazing that you know that's it's amazing how much his stock has like collapsed since that flipping thing. <laughs> it's it's weird because on one hand it's, it's like. He he said that you know obviously I think he's strangled more pay like held his throat or whatever and he's like you know I was just defending my team and what? on the one hand it's good that he has that passion but on the other hand it's like he can't be doing that and his I like Arteta's response I thought that was brilliant. What did he say? No, not 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 in anything he said just as in a training. Oh, just the way he's yeah like he's, he's out the same. Yeah, I don't care. I'm no. not playing him. 
And that's something Arsenal haven't had. It, it feels like it's always been the players that control the manager. Yeah, hundred percent. Like with Unai mm. Emery, where like mm. the players were choosing the captain. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. what? Nah. Oh, that's what I love about Arteta. He's someone that he he doesn't mess around. He knows his own mind and he knows the philosophy and the values that he wants to instill. And if you're not on side with it, then you can leave. And he's not afraid to leave out good players. Well. Spent a long time with Phil Jagielka. I'm sure that's where he um, <laughs> learned that. Uh, who was <laughs> who was Everton captain? Like I oh, was like Phil Neville, wasn't it? Um, oh yeah, Phil Neville. Yeah, you can see similarities between like the England women's team and Arsenal, like can't you? Very. <laughs> oh no. Um, no, I don't know if winning that match. <laughs> well, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I think yeah, I think it's just getting out of the dead weight and going from there. That's why I'm, I'm like, can't we just just wait on William or William? It doesn't seem like a lot of teams want him, so why rush? Try and just sort out the players, get them off the wage, and then go from there, and then start going to it. The players. Mm. Guess easy stuff I'm doing. Thanks very much again for joining us. Feel free to join us next time when we'll be discussing why Maurizio Sarri's Juventus sacking was fair. No Chelsea fan bitterness here, I promise you. Anyway, we'll see you next time on the interweb. Bye-bye.